You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You're planning a vacation, an escape from the day-to-day routine of everyday life. You're looking forward to getting pampered in some sunbathed tropical island getaway, surrounded by cool, balmy breezes with the soothing, relaxing sounds of calypso music playing distantly in the warm island air. Doesn't it sound wonderful? Well, don't leave your pets at home. They want to go, too. Welcome to Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales host, Jane Franceschi. Hello and welcome to Pet Life Radio. This is Janine Franceschi, your host. I'm the owner of PAW, Pet Friendly Accommodations Worldwide, and that is located online at www.luxurypaw.com. We're the only exclusively luxury pet friendly hotel booking engine on the web. And today we have so much to talk about. We've got Jay Nicole Smith with us, who is just a you know a, a whirlwind multitasker. She's doing so much. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to fit it all into this show, but stay tuned and we'll be right back to talk with Nicole. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet-related. Whisker Walk 2009, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back. This is Pet Life Radio, the Travel Tales series, and I'm your host, Janine Franceschi. And I'm thrilled today to have Jay Nicole Smith with me. You there? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you? Hey, good, how are you? Welcome, welcome to Travel Tales. 
Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, fantastic. Nicole, as I said, is a whirling dervish of um, <laughs> multitasking. <laughs> I, I talked to her and I said, what are you doing now? And, and um, she's always got so many interesting things going on. She's an incredibly uh, talented pet photographer. She owns Dane and Dane Studios out on the West Coast. And that's located at www. Dane, D-A-N-E dash D-A-N-E dot com. And we'll talk about that for a little bit. And then she's also the owner of a human clothing company that um, offers pet-centric items. And that's called Dog is Good. And it's one of my favorites. And uh, she is a busy, busy woman. She writes and photographs for Fido Friendly Magazine, Modern Dog, and Bark Magazine, and City Dog Magazine. And um, we've got a lot to talk about, so I'm going to stop talking. So <laughs> first, I want you to tell everybody, I always like to talk about your pets. And so tell us about Olivia. Olivia is a Harlequin Great Dane. She <laughs> is often mistaken for a freakishly large Dalmatian or a freakishly large <laughs> cow. <laughs> no one ever really knows she's a Great Dane. She's black and white right. spotted. She has a gigantic pink nose that's sort of become the mascot of our business because people are drawn to it. Exactly. Um, that's on your business card. It's, it's just actually on the super, back of my super up card. close-up of, of her nose, and it's fantastic. It's such a great <laughs> shot. It's fun. It's uh, people are, are really drawn to it, so it's a it fun is. thing to have. And then it's like you know having your photos of your dog with you. So you start talking about your dog and hand them the card, and they oh, get to absolutely. see her big pink nose on the back. And yeah. How much does she weigh? She weighs one thirty. She's actually kind of a small Dane. Um, yeah. Very slim. <laughs> a lot she's of her sleek. Dane buddies are one sixty, one eighty. Exactly. She's very sleek, willowy yeah. even. Um. <laughs> She's got two different how, colored eyes. She's very exotic. She's and how old is she? Dog show reject. She's five years old. <laughs> five years old. Okay, yeah. great. And she was she the inspiration for Dane Studios? Absolutely. Is she your yeah. muse? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us, my tell us about the the photography studio and your business there. Um, Dane and Dane Studios is started as sort of a pet photography and retail business, and has since sort of morphed into a a pet photography studio, and we also do graphic design. So it's a, sort of a comprehensive resource for individuals who have pets. We do um, families and their dogs. We do weddings. We do events. Um, lots of really fun cocktail parties with City Dog Magazine. Um, and then also we really reach out to pet businesses. There's a huge shortage in the pet industry of good photography for pet products. And so we do a lot of that kind of work. Um, dogs in dog jackets, dogs in dog crates, that kind of thing. Fantastic. For companies as well as, you know, logo design, um, web design, uh, marketing plans to help them really be successful. Fantastic. And now you've also recently started a wedding component. Yeah. Um, right? I okay. have a wonderful photographer who works with me. Um, her name is Amelia Soper. And when she joined, it was clear that she was very good at two things, photographing cats and photographing weddings. <laughs> <laughs> So um, she does our cat sittings around here, and she also is our wedding photographer extraordinaire. Um, we shoot weddings together, but she's sort of the the lead on that. And we really specialize in couples who are having their pet in their wedding. We actually offer discounts for couples with their pets. And um, we also have started to do quite a bit of um, destination weddings. We're in Cabo and uh, Hawaii and actually Africa this year. So we're 
We're How exciting is that? that? Now, Olivia's not going to Africa. Is that right? Olivia will not be going to Africa, no. We have to work up to the international travel. She's Good to know. Good to know. And, when you say, and when you say pet sitting, you mean that Amelia will take their photograph. She's not going to babysit for them, right? Absolutely, yeah. Pet portrait sitting. Pet portrait sitting. There you go. Fantastic. And now the photography, and when you talk about the commercial aspect of it, that really led to relationships with some really fantastic dog magazines, right? Fido Friendly and Modern Dog and Bar. Yeah, we have different relationships with each of those magazines. We actually share space with City Dog Magazine, which is based in Seattle. And you'll often see our work um, on the cover and uh, we do a lot of travel writing for City Dogs. So. It's one of my favorites. When, when yeah, we were on the West yeah. Coast, <laughs> it's your forte. It's fantastic. It was it, really um, such a great resource. Um, it really, it, it's fabulous. It's a lifestyle magazine. I sort of compare it to the sort of the sunset magazine of the dog world. Exactly. Um, exactly. And so we do a lot of weekend getaways and deluxe digs and some other really fun features for them. And then we have, have had other opportunities to work with other magazines. We've um, photographed for Bark Magazine. And a lot of our clients have ended up in modern dogs, so you see a lot of our photography in there. Right, and, um, right. We did some work with Fido Friendly a couple of years ago. So, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. They all have, all these magazines have a different niche, and so we have a different role. But. Exactly. And you, it's so amazing to me because you, you really are nationwide. I mean, not only through the exposure of the magazines, but you were telling me that the wellness food company, the pet food company has all of your artwork in their corporate offices and that's in Massachusetts and you're out in Seattle. So I mean, you've got a wide net. That's fantastic. Yeah, it has, it's kind of just happened organically. We've been in business for almost four years and People keep coming to us from all over the place, so who are we to say no? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And you had a a great book project, The Good Behavior Book for Dogs. You did all the photography for that. That must have been an incredible experience. It was. It was a lot of fun. That that came out in 2007, so we were working Mm -hmm. on that in 2006. Um, And that's published by Rockport, right? It's yeah, Query Rockport. They're also in Massachusetts, ironically. (laughs) I get a lot of Boston love. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And um, tell me how you went from pet photography, you know, for individuals and commercial work and design work into dog is good. It's interesting, actually. When I first opened my business, I met um, an awesome, dynamic woman named Gila who had this concept of dog is good. And she really liked the concept, but she didn't really know what to do with it. She thought maybe she wanted to make T-shirts. And we found as pet professional. She's a dog trainer. I'm a pet photographer that, you know, we wanted to have something cool to wear while we were doing Mm -hmm. these jobs of ours. And there was nothing really out there that we thought was both stylish and comfortable and affordable and, and not tacky. Pet-centric. Yeah. Not goofy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Neither one of us are the type to wear a big breed, you know, t-shirt. So and I love, um, love dog is good. It's so tongue in cheek. It's, it's just so clever. We have a lot of fun with it. And we have a lot of um, different ideas. Some end up as T-shirts and some end up as cards. And then sometimes we have a we have a, a T-shirt that we just came out with that actually was a greeting card and is now a T-shirt. It's it's all fun and games until someone ends up in a cone, which is <laughs> wild color for us lately. I love it. And I'm so excited about your Obama T-shirt. Tell me about the Obama T-shirt. Oh, the Obama T-shirt is this very, is a huge very hit, exciting. Right? Just did a big press release launch for this. It's um, 
the actual artwork on the shirt is sort of the Obama campaign logo with the red fields, the blue circle, and it's got a bunch of different size and breed dogs standing up on their hind legs. It's sort of silhouettes, very classy. And then yeah. at the top it says, United We Stand, and beneath it it says, Bark Obama. And it's, it's not meant to be a political statement. It's meant to be sort of a unifying statement of diversity and, exactly. and how dog-friendly our country is, and obviously honoring the first family's new dog, which will be arriving right. soon. So well, they fun. keep telling us. Like, that's what they keep saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think say. there's been a, a more anticipated dog in the history of the world. <laughs> right. but, uh, but it's on the way. Well, that's fantastic. I, yeah, it's um, very exciting. It's We're expecting so some really exciting things to come with that T-shirt in the next couple of weeks. Fantastic. And I want to hear about, now you do so, so much travel on the West mm-hmm. Coast. You must have this fantastic list of your favorite places that are pet-friendly pet-friendly towns, really pet-friendly luxury hotels, restaurants, resources. So what are your top three? I mean, what's your favorite place to go? Top three. I know, three. Well, you can do (laughs) ten. You can do whatever you want. Oh, we are really lucky to have the opportunity to visit these places. My favorite place that I've been to, um, Olivia actually did not join me because we had to take a small plane and there wasn't room for her 130-pound self. Because, <laughs> Small um, plane in a big <laughs> Was um, the Wiccaninish Inn, which is actually in Tofino, British Columbia. It's sort of on the, the middle of Vancouver Island up there. Um, gorgeous. Just, incredible. We, right, we just added that to the inventory on luxurypart.com. Oh, it's amazing. It's an amazing retreat. Yep. It's right on the ocean. It's breathtaking, the details, the amenities. Um, the comfort, the food, the wine, the view, everything is just over the top. And Tofino's a fun little town. We uh, went surfing up there for the first time, which was great. And there's a lot of great local art and um, all kinds of activities, and it's very, very, very Um, dog-friendly. So that's my number one pick. Um, Number two, I would have to say, just this last weekend, actually, we um, stayed at the Salish Lodge, which is in Snoqualmie, right above Snoqualmie Waterfall, which is in... 30 minutes outside of Seattle, and um, this is a a four-diamond AAA property and has just recently in the last week become dog-friendly, so we're very excited about this property. I've actually called them about every six months for the last several years asking them when they're going to be (laughs) (laughs) dog-friendly. Oh, they finally are, which is great. So we have you to thank. Thank (laughs) I don't know about that, but I would write on it when they became dog friendly. (laughs) That's for sure. So that'll actually be in the spring issue of City Dog, which will be on newsstand. Oh, great! Okay, end of April. Okay, fantastic. So top two, I'd say. The next one down is probably um, a little place that no one's ever heard of. Of course. It's actually not a luxury hotel. It's a property that is. called Sheep Dung Estates, just as fun as the name sounds, and it's um, in Anderson <laughs> Valley, California. It's um, a series of houses on acres and acres and acres of land, which is just north of um, San Francisco, okay. California. And we had the opportunity when we visited there to arrive at night and not not have the ability to see anything except this expansive sky of stars. I mean, just wow. unbelievable. And then woke up in the morning and realized we were surrounded by hundreds of acres of nothing looking down on vineyards and fields. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful getaway. The kind of place you stay for a week and drive and hang out and visit the wineries and that different experience, but fabulous. And then I'd say the the other thing I should mention is my favorite so far 
chain of pet-friendly places. You know, okay. Talk about because they're shopping. so different. The the individual boutique and resort hotels they really are so are, different yeah. from the yeah, chains. But you got to have the chains. They're so great. They really are. It's so nice to have that consistency going mm-hmm. from you know city to city and knowing that whenever you visit a property, it's going to be fabulous. And exactly for me, it would have to be the the Monaco's, the Kimpton property. The Kimptons, you know. absolutely. They tied for first in our I top, saw it with Lowe's, top dog right? chain. No, with um, Weston. Actually, I really oh, had a really? great experience at the Westons. Mm-hmm. Oh, great! Yeah, I haven't uh, done. I haven't stayed there yet. Yeah, yeah, really great. They do a fantastic pet amenity program. Every time you go to a Weston or every time you go to a Kimpton, you know when you make the reservation what you're going to what you're going to get, the pet bed and the bowl and the toy and the treat and the baggies for pickup. It's, it just takes so much so, off your mind. so dog friendly, not dog tolerant. You know, they love to have your exactly. dog there and they make a big deal about making them. They food. do. They put your name on the board. You put the dog's <laughs> name. <laughs> on the board, yeah. Yeah, great. Really Absolutely. great. Well, will you stick around with us for a little bit? And we're going to go to a commercial break and, and hear from our sponsors. But I'd love to have you back because we had talked that um, you might give our listeners the top five tips for taking great photos of your pets on vacation. You know, I know that it's always, you're always going to get such a beautiful professional photograph if you go and visit a professional pet photographer. But you can't always do that on vacation. You know, you've got your, your snap, you know, your digital camera. So I'd love to know um, and be able to, to share with our listeners maybe some tips, which would be sure great. Thing. So fantastic. You stick around and we're going to take a break and and hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. 
Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is Janine Franceschi, your host for Travel Tales and uh, the owner of PAW, Pet Friendly Accommodations Worldwide, online at LuxuryPaw.com. And we are thrilled to be talking with Jane Nicole Smith, the owner of Dane and Dane Pet Photography Studios in Seattle, Washington. And um, she is about to give us, so stay tuned, grab a pen, tune in, five tips to taking great photos of your pets on vacation. So, Nicole, where do we start? <laughs> we always joke. We're going to go from five down to one, okay? So we're okay. going to start with the least important important elements of taking great photos of your pet on okay. vacation. Number five, and this is something we ask for when we are looking for doggies at our at, you know, hotels we visit, is just having a basic overall concept of basic commands with the dog. So a sit, stay, or a sit even, or a down, or some command that the dog actually recognizes is very helpful <laughs> when you're trying to... Oh, yes. I know, can you, who, who would think? Oh, yes, do any of that. <laughs> so that's why yeah, it's number five. It's not the most important, but it is very helpful when you're taking yeah, pictures of your animal print. to be able to right, walk away from them and have them stay or... Get them in a position where you want them to be. <laughs> so that's a good start. Number five, basic commands. Number four is something that sort of is pervasive throughout photography in general, but change your angle. Okay, so you probably have a million photos looking down on your dog because right. you're tall, and <laughs> unless you're me, your dog is not as tall as you are. <laughs> and so changing your point of view can be really helpful to getting a great shot. So either getting low on the ground and shooting up. Obviously, you can't always do this. It might be dirty where you are. <laughs> but um, um, Anything or, for that great shot. Anything for that great shot. Right? Yeah, you'd be <laughs> amazed what I go through sometimes. <laughs> you know, so, or getting high and looking straight down, so you've got that, you know, sort of wide-angle, huge okay. nose shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but changing your point of view can really add some, a, a really dynamic element to your photos. So that's number that's four, changing your angle. Okay. Number three is very, very important, treats, oh, <laughs> motivation. Bribery. <laughs> bribery, exactly. Um, we have several different kinds of treats here at the studio that we use, and it's really helpful with any dog to have some kind of motivating factor. Not all dogs are food motivated, so it's not always going to be a food treat, but right. sometimes okay. it's a favorite toy or a squeaky or sometimes even just the crackling of plastic, like on a candy bar or a bag of chips. Just something to get their attention. Okay, keep them focused. Okay. So um, it's helpful to get them to stay, get them to look at you, that kind of thing. Number three, Mm -hmm. treats, very important. Number two is, again, sort of a general photography thing, and that is clear the scene. So put your dog in a position or put yourself in a position to photograph your dog where there isn't a bunch of stuff in the background. Okay. So okay. you either um, zoom in so you've got a, a nice close-up, you know, in photography they say fill the frame, which means okay. course, fill the frame of your photo with your dog. You know, okay. don't zoom in or zoom out or put yourself in a position to have a very clean background. Unless, of course, you've got the, you know, the whole cityscape behind you and that's exactly. the goal. You want to make sure that there's no clutter. Okay. Um, so that's number two, the scene. And uh, the number one most, most important thing for getting great photos, really any kind of photos, but especially with pets, is the light. 
we've all seen those horrid, horrid photos where you've got the on-camera flash and the dog looks like a demon with red eyes. With red eyes. And it's really, oh. <laughs> really awesome. hard to avoid if you don't have the right amount of light. So, And that's usually uh, when I apply the changer angle because I think, okay, don't take the shot straight on. You know, move to the side and kind of catch them and sometimes I'll get one, but man, absolutely. 99% of the time, get the well, right Well, that can be helpful um, if you absolutely have to have the flash to get the shot, but... Um, okay. If you can abs- if you can avoid it, don't use a flash. Dogs do not okay. photograph well with flash. Their fur looks weird. Their eyes do strange things. Okay. So avoid it when you can. And I know it's hard, especially we hear this all the time from our clients with those black dogs. It's hard to get a good shot of a black dog. But photograph your dog outside, you know, where there's actual okay. natural light. Um, when you're on vacation, that's usually something that you can And what's um, the best light of the day? The best light is of the there- day is definitely in the early morning or the late afternoon. Okay. Late afternoon is my favorite because it's that deep orangey glow light mm-hmm. that is just very warm and very Yummy. flattering and okay. it just kind of feels good, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's a fun time. And then you're going to want to make sure that your dog's actually facing the light as opposed to turn away from the light because you don't want their face to be in the shadow. That's where all the expression happens. And exactly. Unless you're taking a great, you know, silhouette shot, you really want you really want their face to be lit up, especially exactly. in their eyes. Their little mug. Their little mug. Their little mug. Keep in mind is that um, the more light you have, the faster a shutter speed you're going to have, so the more action you can capture. So dogs are not usually very um, static critters, so you (laughs) want to really be able to have the more light, the better, so that you can really capture the them catching the ball or whatever it is. Yeah, that moving and running and okay, okay, mm-hmm. fantastic. Tell our listeners, just wrap up for them where we can find you because you're in a million places. Dane and Dane Photography is www.dane.com okay. is the pet photography website. And fantastic. then Dog is Good is very easy. It's just dogisgood.com. You can find a okay. wonderful, comfortable apparel there. And then also, you know, you can check out City Dog Magazine, which is citydogmagazine.com. And the spring issue is about to come out. It's our cover shot. And then you can also read about the Salish in there, which is where we're Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. And now you have spent a lot of time recently revamping your website. Is that right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And is there a blog? Are you blogging? There is a fabulous blog. Okay. It's links all over the site, but it's just dane.dane.com slash blog. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. And the, Thanks the for having The photography information is fantastic. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Always <laughs> <that. laughs> an adventure. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, give our love to Olivia. Great. Thanks, Janine. You're very welcome. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Nicole Smith from Dane and Dane Photography Studios in Seattle. And uh, that about wraps it up for us today. I'm Janine Franceschi, your host for Travel Tales and owner of Paw Pet Friendly Accommodations Worldwide online at LuxuryPaw.com. And we too have been blogging quite a bit lately. So visit the website and uh, click on the blog tab. And um, we've also got a new announcement. We've just become the expert examiner for National Pet Friendly Travel on examiner.com e-x-a-m-i-n-e-r.com and I try to put some fresh content on that site a few times a week Uh, things that I don't blog about things that aren't featured on the site or that I don't talk about here but just to give you a little teaser we on St. Patrick's Day we featured the most magnificently beautiful uh, pet friendly luxury hotel in Dublin, Ireland so that was 
really fun. So thank you for joining us today and please tune in again next week. Take care. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seat bags and sleeping pets in their full upright position and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with Travel Tales, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.